G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Sometimes we can come to the conclusion that the decisions we've taken and the choices we've made, well, they're simply not working. But turning them around, getting your life sorted, well, man, that can be a long, hard road. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and it's great to be back with you again, as today we take another look at your life from a different perspective. And do stick with me because very soon I'll be telling you about a special edition book. It's called How to Get Close to God and I'd love to send you a free copy to help you do just that. Draw ever closer in a rich, powerful, dynamic, joy-filled relationship with Him. For years and years and years, I wandered around in a spiritual desert. Now the crazy thing was that I'd been a Christian in my teenage years But when I grew up, I rebelled, and I came to the point where I kind of knew that there was a God. But after all the things I'd done, after the years of wandering out there, I just didn't know whether he'd really want me back. And at what cost, what would I have to give up of the lifestyle that I was accustomed to in order to have a relationship with him again? For me, as it is for so many people, the road home seemed like such a long one. And what would his reaction be when I turned up on his doorstep again anyway? I remember as a child, I did something wrong after school. I can't remember what it was. But my mother said to me, you wait until your father comes home. And I can still remember, I must have only been six or seven or eight years old. I can still remember vividly the sense of dread of waiting at home for the consequences when my dad came home again. Do you remember that? I'm sure we've all had that experience. This week, on a different perspective, we're doing a small group of messages that I've called The Long Road Home because so many people are wandering in a spiritual desert and the thing that often keeps us from turning around and going to God in the middle of that, the one person that we're looking for, you know, the one thing that can satisfy that longing that we have, the thing that so often stops us, is that sense of dread, that sense of wondering, well, how's he going to react? Is it going to be like Dad punishing me when I was a kid? Jesus knew that. Jesus knows that. That's why he told a story. It's the story of the prodigal son, the lost son. And we've been looking at it over this week on a different perspective. It began with a son's rebellion. Let's have a, a read of it again. A man had two sons. The younger of them said to his father, Dad, Give me the share of the estate that I have coming to me. So the father distributed the assets to them. Not many days later, the younger son gathered together all he had and travelled to a distant country where he squandered his estate on foolish living. After he spent everything, a severe famine struck that country and he had nothing. Then he went to work for one of the citizens of that land who sent him out into the field to feed the pigs. This son longed to eat his fill from the carob pods that the pigs were eating. But no one gave him anything. When he finally came to his senses, he said, 
How many of my father's servants have more than enough food, and here I am, dying of hunger? I'll get up and I'll go to my father and say to him, Father, I've sinned against heaven and against you. I'm not worthy to be called your son anymore. Just make me one of your servants. So he got up and he went to his father. It's a cycle that began with a desire to do it my way, with, with a desire to rebel, with a desire for partying, excitement, and all the stuff, I guess, that we look for as young people and, and probably as we get older as well. But I wonder how much of this cycle parallels our lives. Whether you've never met Jesus before and you just have a sense of spiritual longing, or maybe once you walked with him somewhere along the road, either you wandered off or he somehow seemed to disappear. Or maybe... You're trying to walk with him, but in a certain area of your life, well, there's something you're holding back. Wherever we're coming from, the same symptoms of spiritual hunger, of emptiness, of something missing, of something not working, is what so often people feel. And what happened here for this young man is when he finally came to his senses, what he did was this. He linked his pain, with the initial cause, which was his rebellion. So often we don't do that. So often we, we're suffering, and yet we go on deluding ourselves that our choices are fine and everything's fine, and of course I can have an affair, of course I can live like this, of course I can reject God's view on A, B, C and D. And yet, if we're really honest with ourselves, if we really look at our predicament and our situation in this spiritual wilderness that so many people are walking through, if we're really honest, we can see that the pain and the symptoms come back to a rebellion. I don't know what that rebellion looks like in your life. We all rebel in different ways, but it's not rocket science to figure it out. And then this young man made a pragmatic decision, a selfish decision, not some altruistic decision to say, I'm going to go back to my father because my father's a wonderful man. It was a decision that was driven by the hunger in his stomach, looking at these pigs day and night. And he made a decision in his best interest to start on that long road home. We're not told in this story. It's, it's a parable. It's a story that Jesus told to illustrate a point, the point of which we'll see in tomorrow's program. We're not told what the journey on the road was like. We know that this young man went to some far-off distant country. How long was the journey home? Weeks? Months maybe walking, he certainly couldn't afford to pay for a lift. So as he was trudging along the dirt road, step by step, days went by. On this journey, on this long road home, what was he feeling? What was he thinking? What was going through his mind? Well, we're not told, but we can have a fairly good guess. Anger. It's not fear. It's just not fear that it's worked out this way. Why was there a famine just when I was partying? Maybe some remorse. How could I be so stupid and waste all that money and, and do that to my dad? And we certainly know there was hunger. He had no money, so he was living as best he could at a time of famine off the land, travelling home. And what about the embarrassment? What will my brother say? What, what will the other servants say? And his low expectations of his dad. Well, I won't be taken back as a son, I'll go as a servant. His apprehension. What will my dad say? What... What'll he say? 
And day after day, walking the dusty road, whichever path we've walked, I wonder whether sitting at the other end of that turnaround decision, on the outer end of that lonely road back, we don't experience a similar cocktail of emotions, trudging through the wilderness. It's not working. It's time to head towards God. Look at them all. Anger, remorse, hunger, embarrassment, apprehension. They're very human. They're very predictable. And so often they stop us even from trying. We start with good intentions to head back towards God. But our feelings get the better of us. And the gentle nudging and the calling that's been happening deep down somewhere in our spirits. Well, we just don't follow it through. Tomorrow, tomorrow on a different perspective, we're going to look at the end of Jesus' story. How it turns out. The whole point of what he was trying to say to anyone who's walking in a spiritual wilderness. But today, let's remember that sometimes when we take that decision to turn around, to step out on that long road home, sometimes we can feel these things and sometimes we want to pull off to the side of that road and stop and give up. Don't give up. Join me tomorrow as we look at the point of the story that Jesus told. going on in our lives, man, it's easy just to kind of drift out of our relationship with God. You know, you just get so preoccupied with everything else and one day you wake up and you realise that your relationship with God ain't what it used to be. That's why I'd love to send you a free copy of my special edition book, How to Get Close to God. I'm believing that as we open God's Word together and get back to basics, the Holy Spirit will speak through His Word to show us that God is much closer than we ever thought. Because His Word is alive and active, amen? So I'm praying that God will draw you ever closer to Himself through this book. You can request your free copy right now. Just stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 and we'll send it straight out to you in the post. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or 1-300-722-415. Hey, thanks so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond and I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.